Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Crystal, your host, your adventurer, your facilitator, your other humanoid on the path of consciousness, bumbling along doing the effing best I can. I'm so glad you're here and I'm so glad we are in the world now. I called this week's episode, My Body Said Yes. And you'll notice that below my head is 14 days of learning to talk to and trust your body. If you're listening to this in the future, of course you can't see that. But this week I start a 14 day series of mini classes on learning to talk to and trust your body. And so I thought today we could have a conversation about that. We are living in unprecedented times right now. At the filming and the recording of this show, we are on the tail end of, or whatever, we're <laughs> a year and a half into what they're calling the COVID pandemic. And regardless of what your points of view are about it, one of the things that is occurring is a global warfare on awareness. We are being told that we cannot trust our bodies. We're not even being, we're actually being told that we cannot trust ourselves. We're being told that as asymptomatic people that we are potentially de dangerous carriers of a deadly disease. And that the safest thing to choose is to receive an injection into our bodies that nobody knows what it will do. Now, this is not a, to incite an argument about the vaccine or not the vaccine. What this is, is the conversation of what's possible beyond bowing to the fear or resisting the fear, being a vaxxer or an anti-vaxxer. Um, and what abilities do we have with and as our bodies that maybe we haven't gotten full access to yet? Now, that's sort of where this conversation got stimulated and it does run the gamut. Part of what I want to tell you about today is a very much lighter side of this conversation, which is how my body led me to Andres and the choices that I'm making now with him and a, a few other stories in there about me starting to play with this in a really different way and it creating a really different future. The first that, and that really is the first thing that I want to address when it comes to you know, asking your body things and listening to your body is that your body is actually way more willing to be conscious than you are. If you do take the pandemic thing or the vac vaccination thing and you look at that, your body is actually willing to know the future that receiving that shot or not receiving that shot will create for you. It's that your body doesn't speak the language you speak. It just speaks energy, right? So your body's either gonna run towards the vaccine like with lightness and space and yes, or your body's gonna like fall away from it and go no. And, but the thing is like, if you're addicted to needing logic for your body's preferences, then you probably won't listen. And when I was first introduced to this conversation of that my body could talk and I could actually ask my body things, it was like somebody was saying to me, hey, did you know you could speak Greek? And and the person who you're speaking Greek to will understand you. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's a terrible example. But like, I remember very, very actively this thing of like, ask your body. Well, ask your body. And it was probably my first foundation class. And I was 
foundation is the next class after bars. Bars is the first class of access. Foundation is the next one. I was in my first foundation class, which is a four day class. And you know, they had all these snacks lined out on the table and the, hi you guys, by the way, the facilitator said, well, ask your body. And I was like, what are you, what the F are you talking about? <laughs> ask my body, like stupid. Like my body doesn't speak English, like hello. And I had spent like, I don't know how old I was at the time, maybe 38, um, all of those years up to that point, just judging my body and making my body do things. And I was coming out of a very, very active three or four years of triathlon and working out. And I was, I was a personal trainer. I was going to nutrition school. I was doing all these things in regards to the body, but I wasn't actually asking my body anything, right? Because who talks to you about that? Who actually empowers you with that information? Nobody, because honestly, a fully empowered society, by the way, would be uncontrollable. If all of us were empowered to ask our body things, the, the people doing the fear and the doubt mongering about all this stuff would have zero power. So nobody's going to have that conversation with you except for us weirdos over access consciousness. But so that was my first introduction to that was a table full of snacks and somebody saying to me, well, ask your body what it wants, right? So if you want to comment what your first experience was, I'd be interested to know. <laughs> so I basically thought they were fucking nuts is what it was. And I was and can still be a very practical, like, whatever, skeptical person. I don't know if I was that practical, actually. I was very skeptical. Um, but also I had this hunger for something that worked different than what I had been choosing so far. So that was my first introduction. And I learned that, you know, for food and pretty much anything, but especially for things that you can like eat, ingest or not ingest, you can, if you're not sure about what your body's saying, you can like, if your body leans towards it, that's a yes. And if your body leans away from it, that's a no. And, and you can get pretty, hi Suzanne, pretty simple, clear information with stuff like that. You can also do the same thing with people. So that's, that's one facet of it. That was my first introduction. And when I got that, I started to play with it a little bit. So like you can go to a restaurant and put an energetic bubble around yourself and actually ask body, what would you like to eat? The thing that your eyes land on first is usually the thing your body wants. Now, why is this relevant? Well, you did choose to come here and have a body. Your body can contribute things to you, like information. Your body does pick up on and feel awareness. So for me, it was relevant because if I didn't listen to my body, I was going to be at the effect of my awareness for the rest of my life. And that really fucking didn't work for me. So like I'm in the process right now of facilitating a talk to the entities class, for example, and it's my body that gives me the information about entities being present or not present. I'll be in a mood or I'll be grumpy or, or my eyes will be foggy or, you know, my body will pick up the sensations of what I'm aware of when it comes to entities. So if I wasn't going to inform myself about that and I wasn't going to actually learn what was truly going on that I was always going to be at the effect. And that just didn't work for me because I had spent 38 years unhappy and I didn't want to be unhappy anymore. So I had to be willing to engage with the world in a different way. And starting to ask about food and alcohol was sort of like 
a first foray into this, this whole big world of asking your body. Now, and thank you for saying that. I just got a big aha moment that I'm pretty addicted to using logic on my body. Yeah, so was I. Now, I think that's important piece number whatever is that there's you the being and then there's you the body. And your body is inside your being, okay? So you're huge. You're a massive, infinite being. You don't have to believe that. You can just go try to find the outside edges of you and tell me if you ever succeed. That's how big you are. So your body's inside of you. So the body, your body can... And you chose to have one. I think that's, a, I also think that's important to note is that you chose to have one. Listen, I speak to unseen beings all, or un, bodies without beings all the time. They don't have a body, you do. So there was something also that you knew about having a body this lifetime that makes it an asset. Now, are you treating your body as an asset or are you treating your body in a different way? And have you created your body as an asset or are you creating your body in a different way? I mean, there's so many different conversations we can have around your body, which is why we're doing a 14 day exploration, by the way, links above. Um, but there is something that you knew when you chose to have a body this lifetime and you chose to have this body this lifetime, that is a power that you may or may not have accessed yet. Now, Bodies don't speak English, very similar to entities don't speak English. They speak energy. They give you senses of things, but they can show you the way. Now, the reason I started the episode out with the COVID example, the vaccine example, is because that's it's happening in real time right now. There's going to be a lot of people. There's a lot of people around the world. There's a lot of energy being put into the necessity for this thing, right? And anytime there's a lot of global energy going into any point of view about relationships, about money, about education, whatever, you know, you're going to pick up on it from eight to 8,000 miles in every direction. And when there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of energy being put into, it can seem real. Now, if you don't then commit to asking your body, you could easily, with your desire to do something logical, choose something that may or may not actually create a greater future for you and your body. Now, it's still not wrong. Like, let's say you get the vaccine and you die. Not wrong. You're a gift to the earth. You can go grab another body, right? None of it's wrong. It's just that what do you want to have as your reality? Do you want to have the reality that's possible for you, which could get accessed if you include your body? Or do you want to have the reality you've decided will work or the reality you've decided is right or the reality that fits in with other people, right? That's all you, the being, and your preferences and what you are doing with all of that, right? And we all do a lot of different things with that. Our beings decide a lot of things, conclude a lot of things, da-da-da. So what do you want to have as your reality? That's really the only relevant question. What do you want to have as your reality? Do you want to have the reality where you get to include your body who knows all kinds of things if you ask it, who can lead you all kinds of places if you ask it? Or do you want to have the reality where you have to continue to try to figure it out from a logical point of view, which requires a lot more work um, and is always going to eliminate you in the process? So your body naturally includes you. Do you naturally include your body? And maybe you don't. And maybe you didn't learn that. I definitely did not learn that. <laughs> it's 
so I want to, uh, so I, you know, let's talk a little bit. Let's tell, let me tell you a few stories. Okay. Um, most, I've had a few that are kind of recent. Um, I guess if we go back to the vaccines, which I started with in the beginning of this, I, I did grow up in a family where we didn't do vaccines. Like my mom claimed religious exemption from the time we were born. So I never, I never had them. Um, and then as I grew up, so I'm 45 as of the recording of this, I would hear about people, friends of mine having kids or, you know, and, and their kids getting the vaccines and experiencing all these detrimental side effects. Now, vaccines have changed over the years. There's a lot of conversation there I'm not getting into here. However, um, I was always really grateful for choosing a mom that did that. Okay, so that's that, whatever. Fast forward to today. We are in May 2021. Today you have the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers and then the people that aren't saying anything, right? So you've got the camps, the polarization of it. I'm not interested in polarization anymore. It doesn't create anything. It doesn't, you know, doesn't create anything. What I am interested in are the choices that are going to create a greater future for me. And the only way I can get that information is if I ask my body. So what I've done with the vaccine is truth, body, will it create more for you to get the vaccine? Yes or no? No. Done. Now, with that as an awareness, I'm going to have some things to navigate. So one of the things I've asked of my body is like, well, body, show me the ease here. You know, show me. Is there a different country I need to live in? By the way, we're changing countries. Is there, um, you know, is there anything else I need to be aware of in order to support this? You're aware that if I get this, it won't create a greater future. Okay, cool. What else are you aware of? Body, show me. So when you ask and you include your body, your body can show you things. Um, the way this shows up for me a lot of times is like impressions of stuff. An example is I was, last year I got, if you were following me on social media, you know that last year I was in, got really back into working out. I was doing this 12 week transformation program and it was really fun. I, the being was enjoying it very much and my body was enjoying a lot of it. And my shoulder, which had been injured eight years prior, with this new workout program got re something broke loose and it got really really sore so i stopped the program and for a few days cried a little took some muscle relaxants and was like i don't know what to do i heard myself saying i don't know what to do anytime you're saying i don't know by the way that's you negating you and i just changed and i was like wait a minute if i did know what would it be and i said body will you show me what you need Instantly, I got this sense of, I kept getting the word acupuncture. So I had never, I mean, I had never looked up like physio or physio, like acupuncture. There's different kinds of acupuncture. Anyway, I kept getting the sense of this place over there, eight minutes away. And I called them and I got right in and I started receiving acupuncture for my shoulder, which actually did create something greater right away. And that's generally how it works when I ask my body, hey, body, will you show me the way? Um, another thing, body, will you show me what it would take to have a leaner, lighter frame? I will get senses of like, I'll get um, the picture of a runner or I will get a sense of swimming or dancing. And if I follow that and I just choose it, it always creates what it is I've been asking for. So that's sort of how my body communicates to me when it comes to that question of body show me. When I, 
And there's so many different tools that you can use that include your body around all things having to do with your body. So by the way, your body actually has, I don't know if it's an opinion or a preference or your body likes some things and doesn't like other things. I don't know what to say about that. Is that preference? Maybe. So one of the things Gary invited us to do in the very beginning was to ask our body about all things related to it, vaccines, sex, food, alcohol, clothes, you know, furniture, um, hair products, all things body. Now listen, we wouldn't even need money if we didn't have a body, right? Like when I look at the need for money, which is made up, there's no need. It's because I like my body, my body has preferences for certain things, right? Like my body likes these kind of products rather than these kind of products. My body likes this kind of clothing rather than this kind of clothing happens to be most of that stuff costs more. Okay, cool. What's it going to take for me to be willing to step up and support my body and body show me the way if this is the way you want to live, then show me what's it what what can I choose? What can I be here? So you want to ask your body about all things related to it. So when I was, um, God, there's been so many, I, I play with this pretty just constantly. So thinking of stories is like, well, which one do I start with? Um, right before I met Andres, I was living down in the States. I had left Canada. I was over in BC for a while. I left BC, drove down into the States and I was living in and near and around Atlanta, Georgia. And I was doing a lot of traveling. So I was airbnb my place a lot and that was working. I was covering my rent and more with just like a few weekends being booked out. So that was great. But I just kept getting the sense that I wasn't going to be staying in Atlanta and I didn't know what that meant. So in order to sort of try to discover if there were any next steps I needed to take, I started looking at where body, body, where are we going? And then I would open a map or on my computer, look at the world map. And I was looking for places in the world that pinged. Now, the way that works is like when you're, when you're allowing your body to lead you, something is just going to like pop out more. And I don't know how to explain that. It's like a energetic vibration or it's what, it's what I call a ping. Right. And so I would open the global map and I, and this was, this was pre COVID. So this was like eight months before COVID occurred. Of course, I don't know cognitively that that's going to occur. Of course, that would never occur. I mean, it wouldn't have even been a possibility in my logical mind, right? I just knew I wasn't staying in Atlanta. Looking at the map, nothing's pinging. There's only one spot on the whole of the entire earth that was popping, and that was Houston, Texas at the time. Now, if you guys know, that's where Gary and Dane live. Um, that's actually where another, a few other access people live. And I was like, really? Because I wasn't like trying to be a groupie. I wasn't like trying to be one of the cool access kids. I don't know, you know, and then when you get the information, you tend to go into all this judgment about why that would be a choice. I'm like, it's not any of that for me. Why Houston? Well, anyway, that was the only place that was popping. And then my travels took me to a month here in Ontario to spend some time with my friend Maxine. And we had a great time. And towards the end of the trip, I was super busy and about to head off to Europe in two days. And I was just cramming stuff in and getting a lot of stuff done. And I just like, my body was like, we need a break. And what occurred to me in that moment was like, 
let's open Facebook. Well, that's not an uncommon choice for me to open the Facebook app, right? But I opened Facebook and I went to the some section I never go to and I found out Facebook had a dating application. And I was like, yeah, let's put myself on there. And I'm scrolling through and body's like that one. Okay, so it was Andres' picture. I wasn't gonna say anything because I'm leaving town in two days and da da da. Um, anyway, saw him and I asked my body some questions. Okay, I don't wanna go, the being doesn't wanna go because like logic, 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 but body, would it be fun? Yes or no? Would it be easy? Yes or no? Will I be happier in the morning? Yes or no? Will it be grateful after? Yes or no? Will I learn something? Yes or no? And will it make me money? Yes or no? All were yeses. Now, I've done enough dating in the last five or six or seven years to know that when it's all yeses, that's going to be a pretty fun choice. If you get no to any of those questions, by the way, when you're looking at sleeping with somebody, don't do it. Fucking don't do it. I've done it so many times. I have ignored my body so many times. And my body was always correct. So fun fact number 82. So it was all yeses. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, let's do it. So I chose it. So we went and had a great time. And, and I've done other videos about, you know, Andres's and I's first bits. But the reason I called this show, my body said yes, is because all logic told me to not go. I didn't have time. I had too much to do. I'm about to leave for Europe forever. I'm never coming back to the country. I was also sort of in this place where I was kind of done doing one night stands. I'd been, you know, I've traveled the world. I've had my fun. So it was like all logic was like, don't do this. You know, what are you, where's this going to go? And not that I ever really cared about that, but I sort of did anyway, blah, blah, blah. My body was yes. So I was like, okay, cool. We'll follow the body. So I went, I got excited. We had an incredible evening. Um, went back the next evening and then I left. Now, we had such a good time over those two days that we were already sort of batting around the concept of like, I know I said I'm never coming back, but this is pretty fun. Like, is this something you'd be into? So we sort of brought the topic up. Now, after I left, I started asking my body, body, what will my life, what will our life be like in five years if I choose London, Ontario? Yes or no? I was like, yes. Okay, that's the weirdest information I've ever gotten, London, Ontario. If you don't know London, Ontario, it's a very middle of the road, mediocre, southern Ontario city. It's fine. Like, it's fine. It's one of those, you know. Houston, on the other hand, is was way more, I mean, Houston is still Houston, but, you know, way more restaurants, way more people to meet, way more Dana Gary are there, blah, blah, blah. So Houston really kind of made more sense. And, and it was also going to, my life was going to be greater in five years if I went to Houston. So I had a choice. And at that point, I looked at what was going to create more for me and my body. Because here's the thing is when you do include your body and you allow it to contribute to your choices in that way, like you include it and it's going to create more for your body and for you, everything will get greater. Money will get greater. Your business will get greater. You're, you will just have a happier time here. 
right? Like if the purpose of life is to have fun, maybe include your body, right? If the purpose of life is to suffer through, then don't include your body. But if the true purpose of life is to have fun, like what would it take to include having fun? You know, um, I got that it would just be more fun and it would be incredibly rewarding for me, the being to create something that was all yeses and that was going to create a greater life in five years. Right. So it hit all these different things for me and my body. And it was asking my body and not going to logic that actually invited me to choose that. Now, neither choice was right and neither choice was wrong. And both would have created something totally, both choices created totally different futures. And that occurs all the time. You're always presented with multiple choices that create different futures. So when you go, when we go through life unconscious and not including our body, we are sort of hitting the pinata with a blindfold on, right? We're just sort of hoping we land and candy spills out. But when you include your body and you really ask, then you're not heading into the future blind. You can actually choose the things that will create a greater future and your body knows. Because your body is a part of the natural systems of the earth. Um, I am not an animal expert by any stretch, so take this next part with a slight grain of salt. But, you know, with all the documentaries I've watched and, and things I've observed just about the way the natural world works, it's like animals respond now to the future they're aware of. If they listen to the earth, but it's not listening, it's being with, right? They listen to the earth, they are with all of the cycles that are intermeshed and intermingled. When it's going to be a dry year next year, they don't have as many babies. When it's, you know, when there's a tornado or a fire coming, you know, the elephants start leaving early. Animals are willing to be aware. Now we, our bodies are part of that, of this earth, this natural earth. And so when we don't include it, what we're cutting off is all of this awareness we could have about, about the future and about what's really going to create a greater future. So there's a lot of different things to this, obviously. And for me, the big choice has been number one, being willing to include my body. Because here's the thing about including your body is it won't always tell you what you want to hear. Uh, I can't tell you how many times when I was dating, I would ask, will it be fun? Will it be easy? Will I be happier after? And I would get no's to some of those from my body. And I'd be like, well, never mind you, buddy. We're doing what we want, you know? So, you know, it's been becoming willing to actually listen to my body because it doesn't always tell me what I want to hear. And number two, being willing to surrender to the wisdom that it has that I don't necessarily that doesn't necessarily match what I want or what I like, you know, or what I think is better. Number three, it's the willingness to be that different. Everybody else out in the world is going to tell you that you can't ask your body and trust yourself. You can't trust you. You have to trust the experts. Who the fuck are the experts? If you and your body are not the expert for you and your world, then who the fuck are you putting in charge? And that's what I had to look at. It's like, is am I going to give myself over to everybody else and their points of view? Or am I going to cultivate and strengthen 
knowing and being and choosing and being willing to be that different because that is different. And in this reality, that's arrogant. And in this reality, it's irresponsible. And in this reality, it's all the different judgments that people will use to try to control you into something they think, into something they want you to do for their own reasons. So, you know, what would you, what would you like to get access to? Is having an easier, it like, this truly, this conversation really truly is all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. This is not a pain, suffering, and gory conversation. This is like, you want the easy life? You want to be able to lead yourself to money? Body, show me where money is today. You want to be able to have more receiving than you've ever been had, had before? Do you want more pleasure? Do you want more living? Your body is a part of that, and your body can contribute to that. If you become willing to interact with it, engage with it, listen to it, surrender to its awareness that goes beyond all logic. What would you need access to to have that? Is having a reality of ease and joy and glory and a reality that's different than everybody else interesting to you or is normal, average, real and the same better for you? It's none of it's wrong. It's all just a choice. It's what do you want to have? So you're more than welcome to join us in the 14 days. If you're listening to this in the future, check the shop. Um, we will have some very dynamic conversations where I will look at tools and conversations to give us more access to the information that our body's always giving us and the tools and questions we can use to act upon it, receive it, enjoy it, and anything else that's possible. So hopefully that was a gift and I will see you in class or I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.